Well, hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Greetings from the New Jersey, no wait, no, the Garden State Parkway South, just past the PNC, well, I call it the Garden State Arts Center. We're talking highway, I'm in the express lane. I've got some breathing room. Over there is the local. It's Christmas Eve 2019. Uh-oh, uh-oh, I got red lights all over the place. I gotta hit the brakes. This might be a slowdown of some significance. I'm on my way to South Jersey. I started in Montclair. If this doesn't mean anything to you, oh wow, two dead deer, two dead deer on either side of me. So it goes in the Garden State. It's cruel. It's it's uh, not that clean. Um, but yeah, I'm here in New Jersey. For those of you who, who know me or know of this podcast, you know that I live in Amsterdam in the Netherlands, but I grew up in New Jersey, raised in this fine land till I was, I don't know, 20 years old. And now I'm 40. Boom! Just like that. I turned 40 since we last spoke. And uh, indeed, it's Christmas Eve 2019. I'm visiting family and friends up in Montclair. I was just visiting with the great uh, Professor Steve Shalom of William Patterson University, a good friend since my student days. Ooh, I just saw my exit. I don't know if I can access my exit. Oh, well, so it goes. Uh, I wanted to record on the road and discuss the trip. Uh, I've been here for two weeks. I went to Boston where we worked on Radio Open Source. I spent some beautiful days with Chris Leiden and the Radio Open Source crew, including Mary McGrath and uh, and Adam and the great George Hicks and all these nice people I said hello to at WBUR. Oh, I can hit this exit. No, I cannot. No, I cannot. Oh, there go the state police. I hope they don't mind that I'm talking on a small box. I'm speaking into the mic me. There goes my exit. I don't know what I'll do. I'm just going to keep going. Uh, Maybe this is a sign. I'm just going to keep driving. I'm speaking into the mic me, as I mentioned. Um, Thank you to the good people at mic me. This is the gold uh, capsule, but they now have a micro, what is it? mini XLR lavalier mic. Anyway, mic me. They make good products. The battery is the biggest issue on this gold capsule. I've got it plugged into the car via a lighter, you know, the whole car adapter. And that works well because the battery won't run out on me because this battery cannot seem to last for more than an hour at this point. I mean, this thing is five years old easily, maybe three. I don't know. And so New Jersey, Boston, I went to I went to Connecticut. I saw my relatives in Connecticut. That was lovely. Said hello to the different generations of my family. I made it back to New York City. I ran ran from Grand Central Station to Penn Station. Just enough time to see what is up in New York City. It's the same thing it's always been. Tourism and uh, shopping for some reason. And weed, they had weed uh, or or cannabis related candy, a lot of that going on. 
Interestingly, in the, what, 18 years almost that I've lived out of the United States, yeah, it's about that much, uh, cannabis has become much less of a controversial topic here. So uh, it's, it's, on the one hand, very nice because I don't have to, if I talk about cannabis, I don't feel so much like people are uh, embarrassed or nervous. They don't have anything to be nervous about. Uh, which is a great change and uh, yeah that's a nice thing I forgot I think I was gonna say something else about cannabis no it's just become a bit more normal uh, which is fine I think everybody's handling it just fine as far as I know sure enough in my home city of Amsterdam uh, we're, we're fine as well I'd say so there's that uh, I was just in Montclair I'm driving through New Jersey down to the shore, to the Jersey Shore, nothing to do, not much to do with that reality show. Uh, no, this is the Jersey Shore where people retire, this is the Jersey Shore where people, I don't know, go fishing, whatever they do, on the beach, on the coast. They eat clams, little neck, little neck clams, ironically named because clams have no necks, but what are we talking about? And uh, it's Christmas Eve, so the family's getting together. Yes, indeed. And I've got two days left in this country before I head back to Amsterdam. Um, it is... I'll always probably say this, and it remains true. It's fun to come visit. I like coming to the U.S. to visit. However, it is exhausting. First of all, imagine you grew up in a town. Let's say that town is Union, New Jersey, or Newark, New Jersey, whatever. Let's say Union, New Jersey, because that's where I really, where I was a teenager. Um, and you have all these friends, right? But your friends end up everywhere, and your family members too. They end up everywhere. So then you come to this country. Oh, merging action. You come to this country as a a visitor. You have no car. Yes, yes, I can borrow a car from a family member. But still, and you have to go and drive to everybody's house, to everybody's town. Uh, it's, 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 it's difficult. Oh, okay, okay, so you don't have to drive. There's a, what is it, the bus, the bus. Okay, where does the bus take? Uh, well, it takes you to New York City or to one of three major cities in the area. Oh, but my friends don't live in major cities. They live in suburbs and suburbs of suburbs. Oh, well, then they'll pick you up from the major city, maybe. Um, and, and, and then you take local commuter railroad. I've done that. And, you know, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have cousins and a good friend. Shout out to Dave, Davey Love Jones, who can pick me up, who can give me a place to stay that's closer to whatever bus or train that I need. But my point with all this, and I am complaining, is that it is extremely hard in this part of the United States, and I suspect any part of the United States, but definitely New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania. It's so hard to go anywhere without a car, and even if you do have a car, as I am in one right now driving, it is very long distances, long hours, gas goes, I gotta fill the tank, I gotta harm the environment, I gotta sit in traffic, and, and I think if you drive every day, you're better suited for all this, because when I drive, except for right now when I'm recording, I, the whole time I'm just thinking, I'm gonna hit something, I'm gonna hit something, someone's gonna hit me. 
my whole time driving is just being prepared for what is inevitable or is not actually inevitable, but I think it's inevitable because there's so many cars on the road at any given moment. I'm surrounded and it's not even slow. It's fast moving today or many days. So it's just really crowded. It's really hard to get anywhere. It takes very long. And meanwhile, you know, people hope to see me, expect to see me. Uh, some people get a little frustrated if I don't visit them specifically. I, I appreciate everyone who doesn't get mad at me or hold it against me. But this is really difficult, my friends. And I think that the common reaction that people have, whether they live in the country or out of the country, is they just don't, they just stop. They just don't visit. They go to maybe their parents, they go to their siblings, and that's it. Because it is really hard. And I don't know, today I did a long drive to Montclair and I actually did this very happily. It worked, it's working out, of course. Uh, I knew what was ahead of me. No one obligated me to do this. I chose this. But um, I really appreciate when people, when they have the possibility, they meet me halfway. That makes a huge difference just so I don't have to drive two hours because driving two hours makes me nervous. And I'm just not as in practice as other people are. All right, that's my big complaint. You are listening to Citizen Reporter at citizenreporter.org. Meanwhile, United States, what can I tell you? This part of the world, it's still cars everywhere. The environment seems like an issue. If you, if you listen to any political discussions and even some, some family discussions, but these people are still driving cars everywhere. I mean, you wouldn't know any difference between 1980 and 2019. You know what? Maybe the difference is there are way more cars now than there were then. Uh, so whatever. And yeah, a lot of them are hybrids or electric, but it's still car wall to wall cars. Highways keep expanding. Um, what else do I notice? Everywhere I look in the state, it's apartments being built where um, formerly there was nothing, maybe one house, maybe trees and green. Now there's apartments. So this tells me that we're going into denser population on an already I think bursting at the seams infrastructure between the roads. I don't know how the power grid is doing, but if we just focus on the roads, it's uh, it's way crowded. Um, I, I, I like going to South Jersey, in fact, because it becomes less crowded. Um, but that's only a matter of time before everybody else comes to. So I this sticks out in my mind because there's so much attention or at least verbal attention given to the environment and being more sustainable and yet everyone's still the whole society is still designed to drive in a car i guess the assumption is like oh the car will not pollute the future car but just having this many people this close together is is another form of pollution or or um, I don't know. It, it's just not sustainable that everybody's going to have a vehicle. There'll be no room. You'll, okay, maybe one day the vehicles will burn clean, but you'll just be in traffic anyway. So it's a different kind of stress that you'll be living under. I think this is a mistake. And the trains, I've been on them, the New York ones, the New Jersey ones, they are blah. They are the bare minimum 
They are not convenient. Uh, they take it to New York. That's what they do. Uh, it's it's not great. Not great. I think that, yeah, there, there could be better. You want more observations in New Jersey? Uh, people sure do use Amazon a lot. Amazon this, Amazon that. Everything is Amazon. The systems at home are Amazon. Uh, the Disney Plus, everybody's into that. Hook, line, and sinker, which is amazing because it's only a month old, but it's so common. Um, so, you know, there's shops, and I've been in them because I have to go pick up stuff, but people are so into their, their online ordering uh, that I wonder how much longer are the shops going to last. Even the big box shops, I was in a few... And uh, in some cases, the, the home improvement ones especially, really empty this time of year. I don't know if they ever don't get empty. But, um, yeah, it's, it's the United States. It's, uh, it's America. You know, I don't know what you hear, but in South Jersey, a lot of pro-Trump stuff, a lot of pro-Trump bumper stickers. I go into a cafe or a, a bagel shop, one of my favorite things, bagels. Uh, and, you know, they're locked in on Fox News, Fox News, the, the mouthpiece of, of the current government, and, and regardless, a, a peddler of, of some really heinous information. And then if you do go to a place that has CNN, which, which is almost never, but, or one of the others, that's also ridiculous information. Uh, it's just obsessed with getting Trump out, getting Trump out, Trump is the devil, Trump is the Satan. And uh, this is the, the, the television informational landscape that is pervasive in so many ways. So there's that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think people often think, and when I was in Boston, I thought it as well. You listen to conversations where people are critical of the president of the United States and the policies, of course, and the, the rhetoric. And you think, oh, this guy's out of here, you know, and you got the little impeachment trial thing. It's not really a trial. Not really. Come on. Um, but anyway, you've got an impeachment process and people will say, this is it. This is the thing. This is huge. And uh, and meanwhile, I don't know. I, I see plenty of people, regardless of what happens with impeachment, they're fans. They're going to be fans. They're going to actually they're going to feel like something was stolen from them or some harm has been done upon them because their favorite guy is being impeached. Uh, I think we, we, I don't know, those who I guess want Trump out, because I guess I'm with them, but on the other hand, I want to understand the, the, the huge popularity that he has, because he does. And if you live in a place where people just keep telling you, no, he doesn't, you might believe that to be true, but you're missing the, the regions where he actually is, and you're missing the reality that he has a lot of support. So it's all about bubbles, whether you're in the United States or wherever you are, people still living very much in their bubbles. Um, yeah, and here I am on the highway. There goes a taxi, probably going to Philadelphia because uh, we're getting into that range where you're, if you're going to the city, you're not going to New York, you're going to Philadelphia. Hello, Tom's River. So, uh, yeah, South Jersey, 2019, Christmas Eve. Traffic is pretty good right now. I'm passing a lake. I think that's Lakewood. Lakewood. And, uh, yeah, 
It's nice to be here. Sorry to all my friends I couldn't visit, especially ones who listen to this podcast and family members. On the other hand, great to see those who made it possible for me to see them. Um, If you don't understand how come I didn't manage to see you, uh, why don't you just take my word for it? It is extremely difficult for me. And I do what I can, but at some point I draw a line and say I can't do anymore. It's usually around this day, two days before I go. I just hit a wall and I say I I can't do this anymore. I'm too old. That's what I say a lot. All right. Did a podcast, end of the year podcast with Christopher Leiden, one of my favorite people to talk to and one of my favorite recordings to make. We, We missed it in 2018. We did it in 2017. We're back this year, sat at his kitchen table. I missed a bus. Again, the difficulties. I missed a bus because I was so eager to keep talking to him for this recording. And then that, that I lost a day, basically, uh, at the bus station <laughs> in exchange for a wonderful interview, which, in the end, I will cherish forever and I will not remember the day that I was stuck at the bus station. It's easily forgettable. Um, plus, you know, I could study humanity while I was at the bus station. One of my hobbies is studying humanity. There's going to be that podcast. There's also the po- a few more from South Africa on the subject of the Maasai tribe. Maybe I'll put that out before this. So you probably already have heard that or you can go back in the archives. And there's also sail cargo. I did a podcast about sail cargo in South Africa. And I thought that was really interesting. I want to follow up because, uh, you know, all, speaking of shipping and Amazon and all these things going everywhere via trucks, via boats, sail cargo, the idea that well, raising awareness, but also the fact that you could transport things via non-emissions sailboat. Whoa, there's a vehicle that looks like it was on fire, but now it's just blue smoke everywhere. Oh yeah, New Jersey for you, the Garden State. Uh, I am Mark Fonseca Radeiro, also known as Bicycle Mark. I wish you all good things at this close of this uh, calendar year, depending on whose calendar you use. Uh, It's been an interesting one. Uh, My regards, and I'll uh, catch you for plenty more podcasts in the year ahead. All right. All right. See ya. Thank you for listening to citizenreporter.org.